Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm really, really glad that you joined me tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening to me from and whatever time zone that may be, uh, for those who are listening live and for those who will be listening to the archives, Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, earlier tonight, I had the privilege of interviewing a friend of mine. He's in Bible college right now. He's at the River Bible Institute, and his name is Aaron Sharp. And we were um, we were talking about, uh, I was originally interviewing him for uh, so, something else, but uh, things got to just, uh, going there and and uh it it uh it it's a very powerful testimony of God's saving grace and his deliverance and um i'm just uh i was uh you know as i say i was just really 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 privileged to to interview him and i I feel that uh, it was a very good interview. The interview went well, and um, it's uh, you know I, I, it was previous, previously recorded. So um, part of the just at the very beginning, because I had to edit some parts and I had, at the beginning, but it just is a tiny little little glitch there, but you'll catch on and. Uh, before I go to playing uh, the audio, because it's an audio clip, it's about an hour, roughly an hour. And before I go to play the audio clip, I'm going to be playing a song by Keith Holiday, and it's called "Peace That Passes Understanding," and it's one of my it's starting to be one of my favorite songs. It really brings me peace. So you enjoy and you feel the peace of the Lord, and I will be right back with you. He'll give you peace 
have come to to know as our as our personal Lord and Savior. So uh, to answer your uh, question, no, I did not realize that, <laughs> that I wasn't okay. Christian growing up. Well, well, you know, I know that sometimes people are, are raised, no matter what religion it is, whether it's, you know, if it's a Christian background or if it's a Muslim or a Hindu or whatever kind, and, and a lot of them are just raised with it. It's just the way they were raised, so they don't really know that it's not Christian or that that's not that's not it, or if it's a Catholic upbringing, or whatever kind it is, because I'm not saying Christian Catholics aren't Christian, but they have different, you know, there's different mm. degrees, which is a different a different topic all in itself, but a lot of people were raised that way and taught that way, so they don't really know any better until God opens their eyes, and they, you know, God God reveals to them that that what true Christianity is about. That's right. Uh, that's right. And uh, my my heart breaks for everybody brought up in any type of religious situation uh, where they don't have the freedom that that we do as Christians now, and they're just blinded. Right. You know, I I understand that. Um, uh, you know, I, I know you have a powerful testimony. I just feel like I I want to let you share your testimony. If I have any questions after that, you know, then I'll. I'll give them to um, you know, you know, ask you. But I, I understand that you know, you, uh, obviously I know your testimony, but not everybody knows your testimony. You had mentioned to me about how you used to see demons, how they used to speak to you, and uh, what, right. um, feel free, uh, flow, you know, follow the Holy Ghost and just share what's on your heart. There's no right or wrong because it's your testimony. It's what God has brought you out of because the main. What, the main focus on what I'm trying to get at with this with this uh, show about the school is that where where were people before? Did were they raised as a PK, which is short for preacher's kid? <laughs> you know, were they raised in a Christian home? Were they always saved? Like our pastor, Pastor Ronnie, he was always saved. So, but yeah, not everybody right. has that. So my my goal here is to find out where people were before Bible college, where they were before they got saved, and then Bible college, you know, where's God, where where has God, God brought them through, and where do they see themselves going sort of thing. But you follow the Holy Ghost on what you feel you you would like to say, and, and take your liberty in the Holy Ghost, my friend. Right. So uh, I was raised uh, highly religious in the Mormon faith. And I I really believed everything that I was taught growing up. I did make uh, one pretty big mistake. Now, Mormons do believe in Jesus Christ, but a a different Jesus Christ than the the Christian religion. And just want to throw it out there before getting into depth of the testimony that they do believe in that there is power in the name of Jesus. And uh, that is one thing that I can, like, really commend them for and, uh, something really silly happened when I was I was much younger. I got upset, got frustrated over a little tiny thing, and uh, I actually called out to the devil. <laughs> Crazy as that, as that sounds, I called out to the devil, and I, I invited him into my life. Uh, even though I was in the Mormon church, I was eight years old, and I told Satan, I said, come into my life, and ever since that day, he had started, you know, following me around. I had, I actually had devils follow me around, and I was still in that real strict religious atmosphere, though. And 
you know, I, I kind of thought about it over the years, and I I realized that how wrong Mormonism is because when I was in it, I wasn't getting attacked by the devil so much. <laughs> it was just kind of crazy. I did invite him into my life, and uh, when I turned 17, you know, he fully manifested to me. You know, I left the house. I went to college, and I went to Florida State uh, University, and I, I became a, a party hard type of dude. I mean, I was into drugs. I was into alcohol. I was into women. Um, I was gambling all the time. And uh, I I was basically just living a bad life. And, you know, that was definitely the, the work of the devil. And throughout it all, you know, I would have these guilty moments. You know how religion kind of makes you feel guilty about things. And I'd have guilty moments. And i just go back out and do the same thing. Well, I just about had enough of it one day, and I decided to, you know, kind of quit doing all the drugs and the alcohol, and I started backing off of that stuff. And well, when I started doing that, the the devil that I had called into my life when I was much younger decided to actually start paying me visits. So I, I would actually see devils. And they would come to me at nighttime. They'd put a huge spirit of fear upon the room. The room would get pitch black and cold, and they would actually whisper in my ear, grab me, roll me over. Kind of a, <laughs> kind of a scary thing, you know. You, you're seeing those things, and I, I always knew, whenever I'd see one of those, that all I had to do was pray in the name of Jesus, and it would go away. And uh, so that's what I would do. I, I started cleaning up my life, and I pray in the name of Jesus every time one would manifest itself to me, uh, which was getting quite regular, and it would skedaddle. It'd, it'd be gone and kind of sum things up a little bit. I ended up moving away from Tallahassee, cleaned up my life a little bit more, met my ex-wife in Gainesville, and the devil, you know, he continued to, he continued to bother me. He would actually come to me and whisper in my ear that I needed to kill her when we were sleeping at nighttime. He would still wake me up in the middle of the night and, and roll me over and just generally scare me. And I remember it got to one point where uh, it had been a, a couple of years since I'd seen him. And I'd started, I, I guess uh, her, her mom was raised as a Pentecostal, and they'd been trying to convince me about speaking in tongues. And as a Mormon growing up in that religious background, they don't believe in speaking in tongues as we know it, as our, our private prayer language, as that direct line of communication with God. And so she'd been trying to convince me uh, to speak in tongues. And I was like, no, this stuff is so fake. Like, this isn't real. I would watch documentaries on TV about how it was all made up, how it was fake. And I would go out of my way to to prove that it was fake. And uh, one night, I was laying in bed, and I'd been looking to get my life super clean, like just everything. My wife was doing drugs. I was doing drugs. Things hadn't got cleaned up how they were supposed to. And I was laying in bed one night, and I started, you know, looking at churches. And I'm sitting there about to go to sleep. And then I kind of woke up. I guess I was half asleep and woke up. And I was in one of those rooms. I'm not sure if you've ever had a room, Miss Deb, where you've had a street light 
that shines right through the window all night. And it's bright in there no matter what time of day. And I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was pitch black in that room. That street light was not shining. And, you know, in a situation like that, you're, you kind of look around to find whatever light you can. And I looked back toward the corner of my room where I knew my bathroom was, and there was a light that always shined through there. And as I'm looking back toward that corner, there was no light. But the room was pitch black dark. And if you could look back in that corner, if you can imagine darker than than dark, like blacker than black, I mean, pitch black, all the light was falling into this corner of the room, and there was a massive shape right there. It was a massive shadow. It was that same devil that had been following me around for years. He put a huge spirit of fear upon the room, and I, I could physically see him, and he was coming toward me. But I knew from my religious upbringing that all I needed to do was open my mouth and pray in the name of Jesus because there is power in that name. No matter what, if you're a Christian or not, there's still power in that name, which is amazing. Thank God. So I opened my mouth, and nothing came out. (laughs) It was locked up, completely frozen. And uh, this devil starts coming right toward me, and he's literally about to grab me. He's hovering over me. He's reaching out to grab me. This was the last time I was sure that he was ever going to come to me. If he'd have grabbed me this time when I was looking dead at him, I didn't know what he was going to do. I don't know what was going to happen, but I knew it wasn't going to be good. I'm freaking out because I can't speak. But in my mind, the most powerful thing I have ever thought or said into my head in one second, in my mind, the thought, Jesus, save me came right into my mind and immediately as soon as I thought that I mean I screamed it so loud in my head that I can still hear it like like it was a physical thing but I actually didn't say it with my mouth I screamed it in my head and as soon as I screamed it I started praying I started praying hard I started rebuking that demon I was calling for the peace of God to come upon the room I was praying for my family and for my wife and just anything I could think of and in that moment all the lights believe it or not, in my room, every single light, I could see in the room again, and this warm, soft peace hits the room like a pillow, and just slams into the room, but soft, like a pillow, and as the perfect peace of God hit my room, and I start listening to what I'm praying, and so I know what I'm praying, I could hear what I'm praying, and I could hear it with my understanding, But then I started listening to what I was praying, and I was not speaking English. I was going, I was speaking in tongues, and that blew my mind because I did not believe in speaking in tongues. And that moment right there changed my life. I got saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost at the same time, but I had no idea that that's what had happened to me. I had no idea that's what had happened to me, but it intrigued me, and I started really looking for churches, and as I'm looking for churches, I never got attacked by that devil again. I've never seen him again. He's never manifested himself to me. He ran. He's never come back, but what he did was began to attack my marriage, and uh, 
I didn't know what to do. I cried out to God one day to, to take my life in his hands because I was um, I was about to, to kill my ex-wife and the guy that she was with and myself, and I cried out to God. And the day after I cried out to God to take my life in his hands, I, I met a guy. He actually called me out of the blue. His name was Isaac, and he gave me a job out of state for four months. And it just so happened that he was a – RBI graduate. He he went to River Bible Institute himself, and we go away and work. And he starts feeding me the Word of God, a little bit at a time. And I'm still interested in like the different religions, the different churches, that type of stuff, because that's how I was raised as a Mormon. And I'm looking around at what all the other Christian churches are about, and trying to fit them into my worldview of what Mormonism was. And uh, long story short, we we get to the end of uh, the work period, we, we come back to Florida. I come to Tampa, and he says, hey, Aaron, uh, why don't you just come to church with me one day? And I got introduced uh, to the river. I show up at the river, and if anybody out there has ever been to a Mormon church, you, you know that you, you go into their worship service, and they got their three songs and a couple little lessons from, from the congregation members. Pretty interesting, but it's all reserved and quiet. And I walk into the river, and that's my first experience with revival everyone shouting and screaming and loving jesus and i'm slack jawed eyes wide like what the heck is going on right now i literally (laughs) i literally tried to run out of the church and my body was locked in place so my mind is screaming what is going on my body is trying to run. My flesh is literally jumping, but my spirit was locked in and said, no, this is the place that you need to be. And uh, that's how I got introduced to, to RBI and how I got saved and how I got set free from not only devils but uh, religious bondage. And uh, I know that kind of went on long, <laughs> Ms. Deb. <laughs> Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, you know, I, 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 I did tell you to take your liberty in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you're completely fine because a lot of that had to be said because that's, that's your testimony. You didn't go on to I, – I, I just put myself on mute because I was sitting here the whole time you were, you were telling your testimony, and the reason that when somebody else is talking, if I have a guest, or I'll put my, my phone on mute, my microphone – so that uh, there's no interference from my side or there's no, you know, it's a better audio. But also when you were telling your testimony, I'm like, oh, praise God, hallelujah. And I, oh, yes, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, fine that you're, it may have thought, you might have thought, oh, this is awfully quiet, but it's, it's better for audio and it's just, you know, because sometimes you can get like an echo and all this stuff. But I, the whole time you're, you're talking about like when you're, called on his name like oh thank you jesus hallelujah so i'm i'm back here you think you're in a church service on my end you should have heard me <laughs> i feel like God. i'm in a church service right now preaching that testimony my goodness yes well you are actually you're just not in a a physical what we think of as what we you know what comes to mind when we think of a church building because you you are we are, you know, we're we are the church, right? We're members of of That's His right. body, and and you are uh, preaching actually all over the world right now. Uh, you're doing it through the radio. You're, you're you may be 
using your phone and or you know actually I called you but we're on the phone together but you're actually ministering and you did just preach the gospel. I want to say real quick if I if I can I just want to say to 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 any Mormon that that's listening to this please don't take this the wrong way I don't I don't hate you guys I'm not knocking you all enough I actually love the Mormon people Uh, my whole family are, are still Mormons obviously I'm not anymore but. I just want to let them know across the world, if you're hearing this, I have nothing but love for you guys. Um, I, I I want to see chains broken off of everybody's life uh, in this world and that everybody comes to know who who the real Jesus Christ is, uh, like I did, because that, that was the most powerful thing that has ever happened in my life was, was that moment that I got saved. And it, it, it was freeing. I, I didn't realize until I looked back a little bit later how, how free I became just in that one moment. Does, does that make sense, uh, Ms. Deb? Oh, yes, definitely. And I second you, with you on that. Like, I, I'm i like, a, I come in agreement. I'm, I mean, I feel the same way about I don't have any any ill ill thoughts towards Mormons or people that are not raised in the, you know, the, the, the way that we're, that you and I have right now. You know, I don't have any... Malice we love either, them. You know? <laughs> huh? We love them. Yes, we do. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about when you were talking about uh, uh, your testament. I, I understand that, obviously, you uh, opened the door to the devil by inviting Satan to come into your life, you know, to be a part of your life. And I understand that right. you were a Christian, or where you were you know, you thought you were a Christian at the time, and so you were in the the Mormon. So you, but even still, you invited Christian. I mean, you invited Satan in. But that yes. opened the door. Yeah, that opened the door. And for people who don't understand what opening the door means, it's just like if some if, if somebody's standing outside my front door, and they they knock on my door and I I don't open it, they can't get in. But if they're standing there and they're 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 knocking on the door and I maybe open it a little tiny bit to peek out and see if I open it a little crack, then that opens the door to the devil. I understand that that, that you opened it, but how did you, did you, was there a way after that that you kept it open? How did you keep the door open to that devil to to keep harassing you and oppressing you and, you know, pretty much putting you through a lot of, Lot of stuff so there. it comes down to it comes down to just not um, obviously I was very carnally minded. Uh, I wasn't at one point I wasn't into the Word of God. Like uh, obviously I, I wasn't reading the Bible. I hadn't been quite saved. But you keep a door like you know even after I got saved I, I, I backslid for a little bit. And uh, you 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 keep the door open by the actions that you take. Uh, you know I kept it open by smoking weed or. I would I would take mushrooms or I'd I'd find a girl or I'd get drunk or I'd I'd smoke cigarettes. These little footholds that we give the devil, you give an inch and he'll take a mile. Right, and and that um, when when we do things like that, we get carnal or we do whatever it is, you know, certain things like you were talking about. Then that actually gives the devil legal access to come right. in and to keep harassing. So that's just uh, 
Um, I know that uh, one thing, uh, when when you were talking about how, you know, you were being tempted to 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 hurt your wife and her boyfriend and then pretty much do all that. I was I was thinking about one Corinthians ten thirteen and how it says no temptation has ever taken you except such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Wow. So right there, yeah, yeah. God is so faithful because he knew, and, and he knew that, now obviously that temptation was was probably from the same demon. He just wasn't, you know, manifesting himself and showing himself to you that probably, you know, har- harassing you and putting those thoughts in your mind, but you in and of yourself were calling out to God and asking him, to 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 save you and God made a way of escape, Aaron. He, he is so faithful. Um, yeah. <laughs> he is so faithful, and it, I I started laughing because he he did make a way uh, of escape for me because I I literally had the gun in my mouth, and then the thought came to my mind as I was pulling the trigger. Uh, the thought literally came to my mind: This is dumb. You should go kill both of them first, and then kill yourself. So I got the gun and I carried it with me and uh, I actually had it uh, kind of went looking for them. <laughs> I kind of went looking for them, but God is so faithful that he didn't allow me to find them. <laughs> that is so wonderful because it's, it's no pun intended, but it's funny that you should laugh because the gentleman that ended up calling you, his name is Isaac and that means laughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a powerful man of God. <laughs> yes, and and he, God used him to help you with that. And God, in his faithfulness of not allowing you to be, you know, be tempted more than you can bear, but with that, that temptation, he made a way of escape to where you actually, you know, that man, you know, got a job, and then you, you left. And God protected you, but not only did he protect you, but he protected your ex-wife and the person she was with. Oh, and yes. he protected, yes, he protected them, but he also saved you from from doing something that, you know, not only would your life obviously have been messed up and you'd be dead, everybody would be dead, but, it, you know, the families that are affected by a person's death, especially something like that, you know, the people left behind, the loved ones and things like that. So it's almost like when when that movie It's a Wonderful Life when when George Bailey you know and Jimmy Stewart wished he had never been born and he got his wish all those people's lives that he affected were right. were completely different than to when when he was alive and he he changed and made difference in so many lives and that's what this school is about it, it, partly because you have a realm of influence like George Bailey had a realm of influence and you have right. a realm of influence that only you can touch in a positive or a negative way now thank God that God made that way of escape for you because he's faithless this he will also make the way of escape so he always does it that you may bear it and so you know those those people in your realm of influence only you can touch their lives I can't 
No, that's absolutely right. And um, wow, I I didn't realize how powerful testimonies could be until I came to uh, RBI, and I started hearing everybody else's testimony around me about uh, situations that they'd come out of, and how they'd been led to the Lord, and how they ended up at uh, the uh, the Bible College, and. It's so powerful how God is able to use everybody from different walks of life, and he's really just reaching out uh, with an extended hand to, to the entire world, and he uses everybody's different little story to minister to, to different groups of people. And, you know, if I can go talk to somebody who's, who's divorced, and I can say, hey, man, don't, don't put your wife as an idol. You know, put God first, and everything's going to come through. Or I can talk to someone who's got the spirit of suicide on them or or I, I can talk to Mormons, whereas I know people that can go talk to, to, to fraternity people, or I know people that can talk to beaten women, or I, or I know somebody that can go – you know what I mean? This God is he, – he uses people, and he calls them into the fivefold ministry, not even to that, just into the ministry of reconciliation just by saving people, and he uses their testimonies. And that's what's so powerful about RBI is it, it, it teaches you – RBI, the, the, the instructors teach you to flow with the Holy Ghost, to get out there and, and, and go after the harvest, to use the power of, of your testimony of, of Jesus Christ and what he did for you to, to go out and reach the lost and get into that realm of influence and, and, and to help other people in the world and, and to bring them to the knowledge of God. And uh, that's, that's one of the things that strikes me every single day is everyone there is so loving, so kind, so powerful – and you can see where God has taken just the most foolish thing in the world, and he's using it just right now to confound the wise. What would you say to the listeners, to people listening that, that may think, well, maybe maybe their story is similar to yours, you know, their testimony, maybe what they're going through right now, you, you went through, maybe it's completely different. But what would you say to them as to somebody listening, thinking, well, I feel I've got the call of God on my life, but there's so many obstacles, I've done so much wrong, I've got this wrong with me, I've always been told that I'll never amount to anything, I don't know if I can do this, I'm supposed to, you know, if I have to move, do I have to pay for this? I mean, what would you say to somebody listening, just follow the Holy Ghost, what would you say to them as to why they should come to the to the Bible college I would say that those are all really common thoughts, and uh, I would be lying if I told uh, the listeners that I have never experienced those thoughts. I I experience those thoughts probably at least once a day, and uh, the Bible says that we have to crucify our flesh daily, and those thoughts, you know, those are little fiery darts. That the enemy is throwing at you, hoping that you know to get in your mind, so you'll carry out the action in your flesh. And not, you just got to throw yourself at the at, at the foot of the cross. And to anybody that's having those thoughts, or man, I can't afford it, or maybe I don't have a call of God in my life, or hey, maybe I'm not really saved, or you know, maybe this isn't for me. I would say, you know what? Throw throw yourself at the foot of the cross, cry out to Jesus, and say, look, I love you, I I want to follow you. And I want to know what your calling is on my life. And, you know, if you, if you feel like you got the call, I, step out in faith, and God will God will meet you where your faith ends. So it's, it's, if you step out there with a big step of faith, 
God's going to meet you with that big step of faith, and he's going to make things happen. You take a little tiny step of faith, yeah, he'll meet you a little tiny step of faith. But I say if you feel like you get that call of God and you're worried uh, uh, about not being able to afford it or find housing or even if it's really for you or if you really do have that call, just just step out and go for it. Uh, and if you don't, I mean, you, you, you're not going to regret, you know, going for something and then failing or figuring out, hey, maybe it wasn't for me. I mean, at least you went out and you did it. I believe that everyone who feels they got a call actually has a call, but if you don't step out, I, I really feel that uh, you'd be quenching uh, what the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life by not answering a call that, that it, it, or at least begging God and saying, hey, I, I want to serve you. What what do you want me to do? And not answering that, I really feel that you'd be quenching the Spirit. So just go for it. I just want to encourage people to go for it. It's it's worth it. Uh, if anybody could take a look, and I'm no I'm nobody special, um, and I never claim to be, and I, I never want to be. I give all glory to God. I mean, I, I was this foolish thing, and he, he's just he's, he's making me into the image of his son, Jesus Christ, day by day, and I'm still learning to flow with the Holy Ghost. But I, I would say to anybody, you know, just, just, just take that step and, and be conformed to the image of God. You know, uh, just do it. <laughs> I got I kind of got lost in my own thought process right there. <laughs> well, that's that's powerful. That's needing you got lost in a good place. It's just some good advice there because that was uh, that's powerful right there of 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 what of what you just said. It's so what true. What I was saying is yeah. Sorry, Miss. That what I was saying is yeah. I, I, I'm nobody special, and if y'all could have looked at me a year ago, two years ago, I mean, like who is this guy and 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 see where this bible school has brought me to this day and I still have so far to go but if you could look at me a year ago 5 years ago it it would blow your mind you'd be like who is this person <laughs> and it's it's not me and what it is, it's me being conformed to the image of God. And if you feel like you got a call on your life, I'd say just get, just be conformed because He loves you so much. He'll, he'll walk you through anything. Praise God. So, so how, what, so what was the experience like when you actually first came to? What year are you in now? Second year. I start my second year uh, in January. Oh, okay, in January. So what was it like for you when you – I understand when you talked about the revival and how that was all new for you and then uh, so different and then coming to Bible college. So what's the experience been like? Did you, did you kind of come out of your shell and and what's it been like for you? How's God changed you? Where do you feel that the Lord is taking you? And if you don't know yet, that's completely fine. So uh... – I, I do know where the Lord has taken me. It, it, it's crazy the way my life has come together. Uh, it, it's just so to see how he's been calling me and preparing me for my whole life. But to answer the, the first part of your question before I get to the second here, yeah, when I, when I first came to Bible school, uh, you know, I'd, I'd been around revival at that point for about a year. I was really stubborn before I went to, to school. I actually heard the call of God on my life, and I put it off for a whole year. I, I literally – after, you know, I'd gotten saved and I first came to the RBI, I was sitting in one of the chairs, I'm sorry, to the river, I was sitting in one of the chairs before I came to Bible school, and I was just did, you know, a regular church member, and I literally heard the voice of God, I was begging him, I said, where do you want me to be, 
what do you want me to do? And uh, that same warm, soft pillow hit me while I was in service and just, boom, smacked me upside the head and said, this is where I want you to be. Everything I have for you is right here. And I felt that that moment was the call for Bible school, but I'm stubborn, and I, and I put it off for a whole year. Um, I'm just, just stubborn. <laughs> like it it kind of gets me through a lot of things in life the hard way. Uh, but when I first actually came to RBI, when I actually finally did sign up and start going to school, it comes at you a really – the Holy Spirit will minister to you during all the classes. Uh, you start learning really quick. And me, I was still a relative noob. Uh, I came out of Mormonism. I, I didn't know anything about Christianity, really. I mean, I was still like, you know, kind of swept up in the revival thing, trying to figure out what was going on. And the instructors there are phenomenal. Uh, they teach you the Word of God, just, I mean, right from the Bible with, with no man's opinions thrown in, just boom, Word of God, Word of God. And when when people start talking about the word of God, which is Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and will minister and show who Jesus really is in the Bible, show um, how everything that the, the, the instructors, the pastors teach all relate back to him. And uh, so for me, when I first stepped in, it was like a, a super injection of faith and uh, authority and just just learning who I was like all in one shot and, yeah, it was uh, it was a little a little challenging, but I'm a smart guy, so I just stayed pressed in and you know praise God, uh, I I passed all my classes with flying colors and it's really super easy to make friends with people and I've you know just kind of looking through it they they teach you to recognize the call of God that is on your life and for me it was just simple looking back through everything that I experienced and to answer the the second part of your question, what do I feel the call of God is? I feel really strongly that I'm I'm called to the mission field. Um probably eventually to do mass crusade evangelism. I experienced that last December on a missions trip in Honduras. Um that's when I finally decided to go to Bible school and it, it was just like the turning point where my heart completely broke for for the people on that nation and I feel I'm called to, to Cambodia to minister over in Cambodia, perhaps, you know, even break uh, the chains of Mormonism off other countries um, and be a traveling missionary. So my whole life, you know, I've moved about every two years. I've moved 15 times. I'm used to moving, picking up and packing and moving. And I feel like God has been preparing me my whole life for this moment. And he called me at the right time to the right place with the right pastors, with the right beliefs, taught right from the Bible to match up exactly with my life. There's, there's just no doubt that God has, has worked in my life and has been planning this whole thing out forever. He's a hallelujah. He's, he's so wonderful. <laughs> he's funny. People always say, you know, I, when I was growing up in the in in the in the Mormon church, the religious thing, no one was laughing or crying or anything like that. They sit like their hands folded in service. And I used to think that God was this kind of like, you know, he was this strict, judgmental type of God that, you know, he loved you, but like he was going to lay down the law and he didn't have a sense. God is funny. God is funny. I, I, I went back after I got hit with the joy and I started really understanding the love of God and I started reading through the Gospels. And Jesus is funny. 
I used to wonder why these people laughing. Like, Jesus is funny. He's a funny dude, and uh, it, it, it's just so powerful to to see how he, he, God is kind of funny. He like plans things out for your whole life, and you know, I, the, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our uh, is our strength, and with uh, with yeah. joy we shall draw from the wells of salvation. And uh, you know, I think it's because you you can look at all the silly little situations that the devil throws at you. And then you realize, I think where that joy actually comes from is is you realize that God has you. And it's just so funny to see how he'll take all the little traps that the devil sets for you and he just flips them around and then makes it so that call of God that he has in your life. Like, yeah, I'm going to use this guy. It's just so funny to me. He's so hilarious. Uh, he's awesome. He's so wonderful. You know, I, I think about how Pastor Eric and Jennifer Ganyan, who were in the charter class, the very first, class the very first year that the school was even open river bible institute there they were god prepared them their whole life because they were they had a multi-million dollar business a company and uh god called them one day to to you know give it all up and to follow him and so they gave everything away, and they they sold maybe what they needed to pay for bills if they need something. They pretty much gave everything away. They had people come in, take paintings off the wall, take the china cabinet, the furniture, everything. They literally gave it all away to go to Bible college. <laughs> and when they, the business they had was door-to-door sales. And right. it was knocking on people's doors, mapping out a radius of of, of the people, uh, and knocking on the doors, talking to people, and all the things that they did in their business, they now use today for the kingdom. What do we do? We knock on doors when we go to to, to witness the people. We knock on the doors. They map out the region. So everything, right. yes, yeah, everything that. They did in business, God used for now. So God was preparing them long before he ever called them. <laughs> he can accelerate. <laughs> uh, if he's got a call of God in your life, just to all the listeners out there, if if you have a call of God in your life, you feel like you've got a call of God in your life, but you feel like it's going nowhere, give yourself three years to Bible school. And even if it doesn't feel like you're going anywhere in those three years, you just wait until you get out. I, I, I've seen people who as soon as they get out, God just accelerates them, boom. I mean, they just take off like a little firecracker. They just take off because that call has been there, and they're finally prepared to step into it. And that's what God does. He he prepares people. He prepares people, and then he gives them the opportunity to show themselves faithful. And I think coming to RBI shows faithfulness with the call of God in your life. You know, if he calls you, you want to be faithful to, to actually answer that call. If you show you're faithful with that, you just watch. You know how fast like you'll you'll take off and how, I mean not for any glory for yourself or anything, but take off into things of God to to, to answer that call because He can accelerate things in your life in a in a split second that you worked so hard on in your life the whole time and even turn like the older things that you used to do into working for Him and just be powerful, be powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God! Praise God! God is so good. He's so faithful, and I'm, I'm, I'm really, really grateful that you that you 
you know, we're open and sharing your testimony, sharing what you've been through and, and sharing what you, you know, what RBI has done for you and and uh, is doing for you and where you feel you're going. And um, if there is any, if there's, do you have any last closing thoughts on, on what, uh, anything that you would like to say or? I feel that still so much for me to learn at, uh, at RBI and uh, I have so much appreciation that so many men and women of God answered the call on their lives that if Pastor Rodney Howard Brown hadn't answered the call, if Pastor Daniel Williams, Pastor John, uh, pa- Pastor Pastor Eric, Pastor David, uh, my friend Isaac, uh, uh, my 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 friend evangelist Doug Rowland. Uh, if if those people had never answered the call of God on their lives, and if they didn't continue to want to learn to grow in the things of God and, and and really press in, if they had never answered that call, I would not be here today. And just kind of in closing, uh, if anybody is still, you know, I'm gonna put one last little zinger in here. If anybody has still got that little doubt in their mind, look, just think about it. If you don't answer that call, who is not going to hear about the goodness of God? Who is not going to hear how Jesus can save them and call them back to the Father and that they can have the comfort of the Holy Spirit with them? If you don't answer that call, who's going to miss the kingdom of God? And I'm just so thankful that the men and women that have gone before me who are really an umbrella over me to kind of protect me as I'm still learning and and, and growing in these things. I'm so grateful that they answered the call and that I can be here today. So, yeah, it's it's so phenomenal to be part of this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so excited. God is so wonderful in what he does in everybody's life, and he's counting on us. He's counting on us to... You know, the willing and the obedient shall eat the good of the land. And he's counting on us because so many are counting on us, the people that he's assigned to our lives. Like I was talking about the George Bailey kind of illustration. So many are, are counting on us, getting our breakthrough, our healing, our deliverance. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing when we answer the call and we follow through with it. We may have our ups and our downs, and we may fall, but he picks us up again. And it's Amen. it's for the, you know, for the people out there. And I'm just I'm excited with what God's done in your life, and I already see it change from when I first met you. You know, you've always been polite and nice, and I, I I've always seen the call of God in your life. But just you talking on the phone when we were talking earlier, uh, I could I could you know the anointing is voice activated. And I could hear, I could feel the anointing in your voice. And so the anointing when you were speaking was was coming forth, and you know, almost brought me to tears several times in, in your in your testimony and and where God's brought you from and where He's, you know, and, and life is a it's all a journey. Like you're saying, He's He prepared He was preparing you the whole time. Like He was preparing Pastor Jennifer and Pastor Eric, you know, with their business. He was preparing them. But it's 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 uh God is he's he's it's a journey and we have to enjoy the journey 
and take it a step at a time because it, life is not a destination, it's a journey. I'm excited <laughs> to see where he's going to take me next. I am too, and that's exciting about so that you, you have an idea that some mission field and the mass crusades and Cambodia and different things there, maybe even breaking off the Mormonism like you were saying. Yeah, but I'm Ooh, I'll start really... praising right now if you get that. <laughs> <laughs> he is so good. He is so faithful. And I'm just really, really thankful, Aaron, that you joined me tonight and that you shared this. I know it's going to help a lot of people. And I know that God's going to use this not only on this radio show, but um, all throughout your life. And, and for the people he's assigned to your life And also uh, You know you, you were talking earlier about You felt like you were just preaching in church Well you did You just preached on the radio To an international audience And I think that's awesome Praise God <laughs> <laughs> Well thank you so much for having me on tonight Deb mm, Thank you for coming Aaron I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute and let you uh, see if you're going to, if you want to hang up or what you want to do, and then I'm going to go to a song. And then, But I'll be talking to you later. Thanks again so much for it's coming tonight. Bless you. It's we'll talk to you later. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shattered by the fall Broken and forgotten Feeling lost and all alone Summoned by the king Into the master's courts Lifted by the savior And cradled in his arms I was carried to the table
delivered you and saved you in such a wonderful way and that right now you're you're leading you're leading people to the Lord and and I think it's I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely wonderful and and I know that uh you know there are people out there that that need you and I was telling uh Aaron the uh that who I did the interview with I was telling him how I don't have I don't know if you've ever seen It's a Wonderful Life or not, have you? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you you too, as well as I do, and Aaron, we have an influence, a, a realm of influence of people that are only assigned to our lives that only we can reach, and either for the good or for the bad, you know, negative, positive, and and I I remember one day I was in Bible college because uh, I've done two years already, and I was talking to the dean and. I was telling him how I just felt like quitting and I just had I just had I had enough and I didn't know I you know I just told him I thought I don't know if I can do this and so uh, he said to me he said Deborah God has assigned assigned countless lives to you that only you can reach and you can decide to preach the gospel to them and and they will be healed, set free, delivered and go to heaven or you can quit and they'll go to hell. The choice is up to you. I was like, ow. <laughs> I was like, ouch. So, but he was right and it helped me continue because I realized right then that you know, he left the decision up to me. He, you know, he, he just it was, I'm sure the Holy Spirit put that on him and to say those words, but it really, it really made a big difference. Yeah, and I want to find a vision today. You. You Pardon know. me? God equips you, too. You don't have to yeah. worry about what to say or how you're going to do it. You don't have to fear. God equips you. He anoints you. He equips you. He calls you. And when he sets you out and he says go, he means what he says. He'll be with you to the end of the age. And so there's no there's no fear in God's kingdom. And so we can have confidence and go and reach the world and change it for Jesus Christ. Amen. That's, uh, that's exactly what 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 needs to be done. You know, I, I have another caller, but I still want you to stay on the line. I just want to want to answer their call. If you don't mind holding a second, Aaron. I'll hold. Thank you. Okay. Hello, area Hello. code two three nine. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, you guys were talking about just basically God and stuff and um I know what you guys were talking about. I before a couple of years ago I had just been I had, had a horrible life. Um, before I really did start believing in God. Um, my main thing was I was an MLG no-scoper, and it wasn't a good life for me. I mean, I was doing drugs, snorting uh, Cheeto dust and stuff. <laughs> Fuck you. Hello. All right. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the living Lord. Praise God. Well, I'm glad that he's... Uh, uh, here and I'm glad that you're here and that's what they have call screening for that's what I need to do next time but that's alright we just pray for him Father God I pray for that, that gentleman right now 
I ask that you touch his heart, touch his life. I, I right now, Father God, I claim his soul for the kingdom of God. And I know that he was not here by mistake, Father. I know he wasn't here by mistake. And Father, right now, I ask that you touch him, that you draw him close to you, and that you just touch his heart and that we draw, that you bring him into the kingdom, no matter what it has to do. And we assign angels to his life. Right now, we assign angels to his life to bring him into the kingdom and do whatever it takes, Father God, to have him in the kingdom and and saved and set free and and let him know, Father God, that he is loved beyond measure by not only you, but by us as well. And that we give you all the glory for that because you came to seek and save that which was lost. And Father God, I thank you right now. I thank you for all you did to come and do that. And I give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name, amen. You come in agreement with me on that, Aaron? Yes. Lord, forgive him. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise wow. God. He's well, you good. know, I I believe that I believe that nothing happens by mistake and you know that uh he he did hear some of it and nothing goes uh, you know, God's word does not return unto his void at all. Yeah. He could and actually that, he he could be a lost soul like I was who was out doing what he wanted to do and now God has got a hold of him. He can't get away from the Holy Spirit. No, or he could just be somebody who's trying to cause trouble and he don't want to get saved, but I believe the other God is going to draw him in, and he's saved in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I believe that, too, and I'm grateful to the Lord for it. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about how uh, how Aaron had said earlier how God, God, I don't know if you had a chance to hear that part, how God had, God is uh, pretty much preparing us all of our lives. Uh, for um, basically what he what he wants has us to do, and things that maybe either happened in our, like you, for example, you said you, you know, but that was your old life. You were, you know, in the gangs, and then God saved you, and he he put you into, uh, um, you know, uh, now you're saving souls. You're doing that, and yeah. Jesus, God prepares our life, our testimony, and grows us up in this physical world with circumstances and issues we deal with every day and things we go through on a day-to-day life, just on life in general, that make us who we are. And that's our season. That's our salt to the world. We have a voice and a testimony of who God is. We represent and shine the light of God and show God on the earth by us being ourselves in Christ, a true identity in Christ, representing for God as ambassadors of what God is saying to the world. So each one of us is equipped as we're growing in life physically and spiritually. We're gaining that season. We're gaining that that flavor to offer to the world so the world can taste and see that God is good. Amen. Amen. 
I tell you, Aaron, you have the call of God on your life. I can hear it on you. And I know we talked uh, momentarily in the screening room um, earlier when the songs were playing. Um, and, uh, you know, once again, I just, you know, I'll let you know that if you change your mind about a scholarship, you are more than welcome to have it because uh, what's really exciting is the administration of the school gave me permission to give out free scholarships, so that's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of stupid to turn down a free scholarship. (laughs) It's it's not not very smart. If if it's being offered, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. It's very unique the way it's the way you guys offer those free scholarships. It's like, since, sincerely, it's it's nothing you want to turn down. If if God is, is offering it, why not take it? You know. Right. Well, I'm offering you a scholarship. Would you like one? No, I I I, I told you like like I said I think that uh that 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 God already has me about to come out or something where I'm at from where, right where I'm at and mm-hmm. um um I I'm uh I'm, maybe I'm stupid myself but um I'm not seeing that 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 in my future I don't see um mm-hmm. spending three more years in that um but uh but I mean I'll I'll pray about it I'll keep thinking about it I guess um you know, I don't want right. to. Be, and you don't want to be yeah. what? I'm sorry. I don't want to be foolish. I don't want to uh, turn down an opportunity. If the Lord's leading me, then it'll happen. If God right. wants, like Ronnie says, if if you want to feel lead, put a bullet in your pocket and reach down and feel <laughs> lead. But right. the Lord actually keeps it on my heart. It's on my heart now, but it's just not a yes. It's not a mm-hmm. yes, but it's, it's definitely on my heart. It's strong. I feel powerful about it. It's a good school. Praise People should be there. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a take, wonderful school. I'll take you up on that. Pardon yeah. me? If he leads, if he me, leads into me into that, if he if he says, yes, go, do it, then I'll I'll do it. If not, then uh, I, then I don't know. I, I guess okay. I guess somewhere I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Right, right. Well, you need to pray about that like you do everything, you know. But as I said, the the uh, the offer is available, free scholarship. And I was just so excited when when I was given uh, the, uh, you know, permission to to give, yeah. uh, give the That's scholarship. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited about that. And um, so well, a lot of people was, say pray about it, but you just need to... Be about it, and, and not pray about so much, but just do what's written and do what the Lord already said to do. What you know you're supposed to do, you know. I don't want to cop out and say I'm just gonna pray about it if I know that I'm not gonna plan on going. You know. Right, right. That is true, and you know I'm trying to. We have another caller on the line, and I'm not sure if it's the same one or not. So can you hold on while? I just play a little clip from the RBI, and then I'll uh, take them in the screening room, and I'll be back with you in about 
maybe two minutes. Let me see what. Uh, trying to find a clip on here, which is oh, it's the RBI promo. So it's about. Let me find it here. It's one minute and no, wait, it's two minutes and three seconds. So I'll be back with you in two minutes and three seconds, Aaron. okay? I'm going to put your mic on mute, but please stay around, okay? We've got about another 36 minutes. I'd love to have you hang out. I will. Thank you. All right. I'll be back in about two minutes and three seconds. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Bye. In the world, there is a problem. People are hurting. People are empty. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling and deepen your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference and set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer? That's a great question. Will you answer the call? Of God on your life? Will you answer the call of the lost? Will you answer the call of God to go and reach the multitudes for Him of the lost and the dying that are out there in the world? It's important to answer the call, and it's also important that, that to let you know that God has an awesome plan for your life. And if you're not sure that if you died this very second, if you'd go to heaven, just mean it with your, you know, I want to let you, God loves you, has a great plan for your life. And the Holy Bible reads, we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God, and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you want to make sure that you're going to go to heaven, Just mean it with your heart and repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. 
Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. I want to let you know right now, if you prayed that prayer and meant it with your heart, all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much, has a great plan for your life. And, Aaron, you're back live on the air. If you have anything to say, if you just want to listen, it's up to you. But I was uh, just uh, just wanted to, while I had the opportunity, I felt like I should lead the, let the people know how much God loves them. Amen. God does love them. And um, he just, uh, he died for them. There's, there's nothing more he can do to love them anymore. If people reject Christ, on that judgment day, it's not going to be hard to understand how someone could go to hell and lose their soul for eternity after all that Jesus has done and to reject his son and to reject love itself. That is not something that it it can't be comprehended in, in eternity where there's life and Think about it, we're going to be in heaven forever pretty soon. And everything in heaven is good. There's no fear, there's no crying, there's no dying. Everybody lives forever and worships God. And and God is good and He's loving. He, he loved you so much and He sent His Son. So if you reject Jesus, you reject the message of love and, and that love that God sent to us, then there's no place for you in heaven. And, and hell is your destination. And you don't want to go there. You don't want to go that way. Well, that's where the, the flame is never extinguished and the, you know, the worm never dies and, and the flame is never goes out, the, the heat. and you, you feel all that and it's, there's no exit signs in hell. And it's it's not one big party like some, some people have been deceived into thinking that it's one big party in hell and that you can go and and you can do all the drink and do all the sins that, you know, all the things that you did on earth that, and I'm not judging anybody, I'm not condemning anybody, I'm just saying that, you know, everybody's had their issues and we're all a work in progress and, and will be until the day that we die. Uh, but it's... Um, it's just, uh, you know, that a lot of people have that misconception because the enemy has deceived them into thinking that it's going to be one big party in hell, but it's not. It's not going to be that way at all. The the At all. I mean, uh, people who may have partied on the earth, it, it's not going to be like that at all. You can't just do what you want to do and go to heaven. It's, it's, not, it's not the way it works, you know. You can't say to the potter, the Bible talks about saying, 
to God, why'd you make me this way? I hear a lot of people talk like that. Well, God, I didn't ask to be here. Well, it's a gift that you're here. You don't honor the gift God gave you of life, then what kind of vessel are you anyway? What, what, what kind of person are you made for? What, are you, what is your destiny? If your whole life all you do is blessing God, then, then uh, you're sowing your fruits. You're sowing what side, uh, you know, you're on. But um, God does work with us, and he is so patient, isn't he? Like so many yes, times, time yes. I've fallen and 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 gotten back up, and God just keeps drawing me and forgiving me. Other people won't, man. Other people can't be God. You can't turn to man and expect him to be like God. But Jesus, man, He's so loving and forgiving. He takes us back every time. All we have to do is call on Him. All we have to do is confess our sins and repent, and He's there. He takes us open arms embraces us and leads us in and there's there's no there's no escaping his love he he got us and he's not going to let us go he's got us forever but we've got to turn to him we can't just keep rejecting him and denying him and going on our own way yeah you're talking about how um he's so patient with us because he definitely definitely is he's uh um the, uh, I was reading on, I was looking up on, as you were talking there, how uh, for this is, um, see, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. That's just an, uh, a different word for patient. Is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that's 2 Peter 3, 9. And um, let's see. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. That's 1 Timothy 2, verses 3 through 4. So it's like you said, he's very patient towards us that, we, that we're that not going to perish. And uh, it's his will that we all go to heaven. And that's... That's where he wants us, and, and God loved us so much. God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever calls upon, you know, I'm going to look that one up as well, so I'm not paraphrasing it, but, you know, basically God came down, and and he, he God in the form of a man in Jesus, that, that right. he... He loved us so much that he gave his only son. And but the actually thing, the, the thing about it is, that's God in the flesh, and just yeah. in a different form. And that he you know, is a God man, but he also, he also suffered and died. He could have called all of, you know, called, called legions of angels, and they would have come to rescue him. But he chose because he loved you and he loves me, he chose to come down and, and with humility and serve us and yeah. then die such a torture, horrific death, mm-hmm. and then rise again and then seated at the right hand of the Father. But then he not only did he do that, he didn't, he didn't leave us comfortless, but came in and formed the Holy Ghost. So we have the Holy Spirit as well. And then yeah. John three six yeah John three sixteen through seventeen says for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For right. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So, and you can put your name in there, for God so loved Aaron that he gave yeah. his only begotten son that if Aaron believes believe in him, yeah. Aaron did not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him. So you can put your name in those places and personalize it. I can put for God so loved Deborah. That's my name. God so loved Deborah that he gave his only begotten son. So and yeah. I'm I'm grateful that he that he did not leave us comfortless. I'm grateful that he came to us in the form of the Holy Spirit. That that we should not you know that we should have ever everlasting life. And um, so I'm I'm very very grateful for that. I'm grateful for the Holy Ghost and you know actually we've got about 23 minutes so we still have a, a pretty good. Um, Pretty good few minutes there, but I'm I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit, aren't you? Yes, yes. I'm Holy really grateful for the Holy Ghost, and I'm Spirit grateful is for the relationship that we can have. Is is the is, as long as Jesus ain't here, then the Holy Spirit is the best thing that we can have on earth. That's the greatest gift. It's the greatest relationship that we can have with anybody. Like I said before, people will let you down. People will fail you, even when they don't mean to. People don't mm-hmm. try to hurt you, but they hurt you because they're human. And Jesus, he bore our sickness on his body. He walked this earth as a man. And yet he was still in the flesh, very God, and was able to raise from the dead with all that power in his hand and all the power of death that was put on him. He rose in victory over it. And so he knows what it's like to be God, but he also knows what it's like to be man. And so that's why when the Holy Spirit comes and comforts us and shows us the mind of God, he counsels us and he shows us, he leads us and shows us what to do, tells us what to do, leads us and, and paths of peace. It's it's not out of uh, a foreign understanding. God knows very much what it's like to be you, to be me. He understands our nature, and he was put through everything we've been put through. He was already put through it as a man. He's already conquered it. He defeated it. He's overcome it. He understands. And so when the Holy Spirit comes, he does so in truth and in power and and, and with, with just, uh, he does it the way it's supposed to be done correctly. We... Right, we but- we are, huh? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, we are human, we are frail, and and we mess up. But when the Holy Spirit, when he does it, God himself, when he comes and comforts us and leads us and convicts us and tells us right from wrong and, and shows us the path of life and and which way we should go, turn to the left, turn to the right. When he leads our life, when he has dominion and full reign, then we are not just being led by, like you said, I think, was it you that said, I think it was, no, that was a different show. 
it's not just by uh, sixth sense or or just something, uh, not even just a conscience. The Holy Spirit, God, is leading his people himself on the earth. And so we can trust God. But the, the Holy Spirit is so precious. And, you know, he, he like you said, he... Uh, he uh he never lets us down he he uh saves us and, and and he brings us into his kingdom and that's the everlasting kingdom he doesn't want anybody mm-hmm. to go to hell he's just so good and, and he yes, always he wants is. he's definitely definitely good he's he's so wonderful i'm going to go to like a minute and Got like a minute and a header in front of me. I've got these audios in front of me that are. Uh, I've got like an audio library, and I and know I'm probably looking right at it, <laughs> and I'm trying to trying to find it because I was going to play it. I was going to play um, RBI online, and uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, it, it kind of slipped past me, but. Um, May go do that, and I'll be right back here. And okay. Okay. In 1997, doctors Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown launched the River Bible Institute. The vision is plain: to train men and women in the spirit of revival for ministry in the 21st century. Since its opening day, the River Bible Institute has been a launching pad for ministries to be sent to the far-flung corners of the globe. Until now, to be a student, to sit under the anointing and teaching, you needed to travel to Tampa, Florida. But get ready. In 2011, RBI goes online and comes to you. We're getting ready to release an anointed program of study that you can take at your own pace and in the comfort of your own home. Now you sit under the same teaching and experience the same anointing as the students in Tampa. In our initial program, you study stewardship, knowing the person of the Holy Spirit, and the anointing. If relocating to Tampa hasn't been possible for you, if leaving your place of work has been a barrier, then RBI Online is for you. RBI Online, launching early 2011. Register your interest today. RBI online, and uh, um, I'm so delighted uh, about RBI online, RBI, RSW, RSG, and uh, Aaron, I just took your microphone off of mute, but we have a, another caller on the line, and I'm going to uh, answer that call. Hello, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. You are now live on the air. And what is your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Hello. Hi, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Uh, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Uh, um, uh, the person I just talked to, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Um, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hello. Well, they were just calling. They were calling. They're still on the line there. They might have a little bit of trouble because they Skyped in. They're calling from Nigeria, and they might have had a little bit of... Oh, you're there? 
Hello? They might be having a little bit of uh, microphone trouble. Um, if you're having some, uh, oh, yeah, they dropped, so they'll probably call back in, it looks like. Yeah, they'll probably Skype back in if they can. But they were a missionary calling from, from uh, Nigeria, and they were really excited. They wanted to talk on the air. I told them they had they were more than welcome to call and, you know, more than welcome to talk on the air. But uh, uh, the uh, Skype, sometimes you have to refresh it because your mic can be kind of, you know, not cooperative. Plus, they were calling all the way from Nigeria, so. (laughs) But hopefully we just pray and come into agreement that they call back and that they share some things. And we've got about 15 more minutes. And I was going to ask you, Aaron, if you have any prayer requests at all you'd like me to pray for. Yeah, just more Jesus. I just need more him. I always need more Jesus. And, uh... Also, uh, I guess that uh, God would forgive me of, um, we talked earlier on the phone about uh, uh, a certain individual that I I feel uh, God wanted me to press my issue with and, and, and release myself from the grip of Satan. I just need forgiveness from others, and, uh, it's not just, uh, Forgiveness for that person and myself, it's, it's really forgiveness to set myself free because the devil, he holds us in bondage when when we when we don't forgive others and when we don't um, allow, um, you know, the Holy Spirit to do his work or whatever. But, yeah, for, forgiveness and uh, more Jesus, forgiveness, and just continue to let God be God and, and just see him do his glory and works and wonders on the earth. I see so much of his power. I really can't ask for anything else. I, I can't complain. I can't <laughs> I, I can't do anything but praise God. He's so good. And uh, I know I'm not where I'm going to be. But like you said, I'm going to enjoy the journey. And I don't get everything perfect and and you know, I, I I do condemn myself a lot. If you want to pray for that, I feel like I, I I'm maybe as a kid I know it. I, I I had low self esteem, and I got picked on a lot in school. As part of my testimony, I was I was a kid who was runt. I was smaller than all the rest of the kids at school, and and in my neighborhood, people would pick on me and throw me in trash cans, lock me in lockers, and things. But once I got a you know a nice size and older in age, I put on some some muscle and and I actually started terrorizing others and 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 you know it's just uh you know something that I've dealt with all my life is my self image, but Christ has given me a new look and, and a new vibe, a new way of going about things, and I see who I am in Christ now. But I put myself down a lot because I know, like you said, we all fall short. And even on this phone line today, I'm falling short. And I don't want to go off of this phone and condemn myself another day because I feel like I don't measure up to who I already know God said I am. Even though people might not say it, I know what God said. So I need to feel not self-esteem, but God esteeming me. I need to have the confidence and not throw it off because I already know the word. I know who I am in Christ, and I need to 
remember that. Like, I listen to Joyce Meyer, and she says, point in the mirror and tell yourself every day, God's not mad at you. And I do that. And, uh, you know, I have to remind myself, this world don't think much of me because I'm of Christ. I'm in the light. I want to help people, and that's not what the devil's after. He don't want to help anybody. So he's got a target on me. He's got a target on all of us who are in the body of Christ. But we got to remember we are somebody in Christ. Apart from him, we can't do anything. But in Christ, we don't have to feel low and down on ourselves. Right. You know, there was one time I was praying and I was doing a show on, um, I think it might have been on, I don't know, uh, I'm, I, I forget which which topic it was on, but um, uh, I was doing this show on uh, something and I was praying to the Lord and the Lord spoke to me and he says, says, when you're in self-condemnation, you come into agreement with the devil and his lies. Why not come into agreement with me and the truth? I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And, you know, um, on a side note, Aaron, uh, sir, from nine, uh, the missionary who I spoke with that I lost, I see that you're back. I'm going to get with you right away in just a moment, but I, I just want to acknowledge you. Sorry about that, Aaron. <laughs> but I just, I want to, want to let you know that, you know, I mean, as you, as you may be well aware that, uh, you know, if we don't forgive, we're not going to be forgiven, and and that includes forgiving ourselves. And yeah. the, the devil wants nothing more than he'll tempt us with sin, and then he will, uh, it's, a, it's like a double whammy. When the person gives in, then he puts the other person on, on a guilt trip. And it's it's not what God wants. I mean, when when we are, when we confess our sin to God and we repent of it, we truly want it to be changed, and God is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he throws our sins as far as the east is from the west, but spawn the bottom of the sea forgetfulness. And um, I just want to, I'm going to pray for you, but I want to let the live listeners know that this may go over a little bit. We've got about nine minutes and 45 seconds, but it may go over slightly. So when that happens, after nine minutes and 30 seconds, it will not be live anymore, but you can come back and you can listen to the archive because it continues to record so you can hear everything in its entirety. If you'd like to call, you can call 646-668-2093. That is 646-668-2093, or you can Skype in. You've got about nine minutes to do it before we go off of being live. And uh, I just had to put that out there, Aaron, because I'm I I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the Holy Ghost. If you know, it's probably you know I think we can go over, but I'm gonna pray for you right now. Just let you know that you know I mean, as I was saying, the self condemnation, you know, and knowing that God God loves you and God God wants to forgive you, but if you don't forgive yourself, He He can't forgive you because you 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 tie His hands. And sometimes we have to forgive by faith. Sometimes we have to give by faith and the feelings will follow. And I understand that sometimes the hardest person to forgive is ourselves, but if God is willing to forgive you, 
then, you know, I mean, I have issues like that sometimes if I, I have a hard time forgiving myself and then, you know, where does that, um, you know, what am I going to, you know, I just have a hard, sometimes I have a hard time with that, and but I'm not God, so I can't say, I, I don't have the right to judge myself and to hold myself in in, in that condemnation. And I'm sure that the listeners and the callers are going to stand in agreement with me when I pray for you. And, uh, um, Father God, I just thank you right now for Aaron. I thank you for the call of God that you have on his life. I thank you that you you brought him from darkness and into your marvelous light. I thank you for him. I thank you for him calling tonight. I thank you for him sharing. Father, go where the knife of man can't go and do a work in his life and in his heart that only you can do, for you are the great physician, the great surgeon, the great counselor, the great comforter. Help him remember and help him see, give him a revelation of your of his authority in Christ, of his authority in Christ, and that he is accepted in the beloved, and that no matter what happened to him, when with the bullying and being picked on in school, that you were there with him, and that no matter what he's done, you have you have you are willing to forgive him. And Father, I thank you for wrapping him in your arms, enveloping in him in your love and your presence, Father God, uh, it, going across the airways and and giving him peace, joy, love, whatever it is that he needs, Father God. And I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. And I come against any harassing spirit that will try to attack him and his, and his life and his family and his ministry. I break it in the name of Jesus Christ. I render you harmless. I bind you. I break your power. And I loose the anointing of Jesus in his life. And I... I put the blood of Jesus on that on um, the spirits attacking him and I thank you Father right now that you are the mender of the broken heart and that you heal us you deliver us you set us free and I thank you for it Father God I thank you for touching his life I thank you that he will fulfill the call of God on his life I thank you that he will not die before his time because that is a lie from the pit of hell. He will not die before his time. I thank you for that, Father God. I thank you. I thank you, Father God, that he will not die before his time. You fulfilled the call of God on his life. I give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. In the name of Jesus, you're holy, you're awesome. And Aaron, repeat this prayer after me. It's a prayer of forgiveness. So you're going to forgive yourself by faith and the feelings will follow. So just repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. For anybody. Anybody. I ever hurt. Ever hurt. Neglected. Neglected. Or abused. Abused. Including myself. Including myself. I I forgive anyone. I forgive anyone. Whoever hurt me. 
Whoever hurt me. Abused me or neglected me. Abused me or neglected me. It was not my fault. It wasn't my fault. I released them. I released them. I released myself. I released myself. And I thank you for forgiving me. And I thank you for forgiving me, Lord. And I thank you for that person that I spoke of earlier. I thank you for the person we spoke of earlier. That I offended. I offended. I thank you that that I am forgiven, that they have forgiven me. I thank you that they forgive me, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, Father God, I thank you for filling him with your peace, your joy, and your love. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for that, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the, the, we sometimes have to forgive by faith, and the feelings will follow. Yeah. So I did have a gentleman. The gentleman, I dropped, he, his call dropped again, so uh, hopefully he'll call back in. So we've got about two minutes while he can actually still do it. we got three more minutes for the show, and then... Um, but uh, just to let people know, if they want to check out the school, they can go to revival.com and check it out on there, or they can go to riverbibleinstitute.com, riverschoolofworship.com, and riverschoolofgovernment.com. And if anybody has called God on their life and they feel they want to go to Bible college, then I have been authorized to give them a free scholarship. So you have been given a free scholarship. You don't have to pay it back. School starts in January, and it's January 5th. And also, um, if if, uh, you know somebody that has a call of God on their life, then you can give them a scholarship and if they want to go to Bible college. And if they they know somebody that has called God on their life, they can give them a scholarship and it keeps on going and going as a ripple effect. If you need prayer, you can call 866-857-4837. If you have any prayer requests, testimonies, comments, or questions, feel free to email me at firetalkradio to at yahoo.com that's fire talk radio 2 at yahoo.com and uh, follow me on my homepage at blogtalkradio.com forward slash fire talk radio 2 or check me out on my facebook page at com forward slash fire talk radio 2 oh we've got about a minute left and the callers on the line you're fine the people listen, listening live won't hear this after it goes off the air in 50 seconds, but the callers, don't worry about it. You're still going to be on here. And it looks like my friend from Nigeria got and Let me answer his call, and I thank you, Father God. There's no more technical issues. I thank you that his call will stay on here as long as it needs to be, and I thank you that he adds to this ministry, and I thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, this call does not drop anymore, and I thank you in the name of Jesus. Welcome, my friend. You got in from Nigeria. How are you? What's your name? 
Hello? 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 Hi, you're live on the air. You finally got in. You're live on the air. We, uh, uh, Even though um, the show is ending in 10 seconds, but I'm still going to do the show because it's going to record, and then you can listen to it in its entirety. What's your name? Hello? 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 Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, you're live on the air. Where are you calling from? From Kenya. Kenya, not wow. Nigeria, Kenya. I'm so sorry. My 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 mistake. Welcome from Kenya. Thank and you. And what I was your name? Oh, you're welcome. Pastor Whitecliff. Pastor Whitecliff. Yes, and I just posted uh, some information in the chat room. And so because of time, I just want to praise the Lord for coming in the show. And I hope again to, to come in next time. And God bless you. Shalom. God bless you. Shalom. Let me read I'm from uh, you. Send me an email using that email there. And I will be able to read from you and pray together with you. I want to keep contact with you so that we partner uh, for Christ. Okay. All right. Did you send me an email at the Fire Talk Radio forward slash Fire Talk? I mean, the Fire Talk Radio 2 at yahoo.com? Put it. Yes, yes. Uh, can you put your email in the chat room so that I get it? Um, The church room? Yes, yes. Chat room. Oh, the chat room. I'm so sorry. Yes, I will go do that right now. <laughs> yes, I had it in there, but um, the chat, for whatever reason, is not working right now. I would love it if for a few minutes you, you would tell me a little bit about yourself and maybe your testimony and, and pray. Um, I I have, um, you know, as I said, even though we're not live, this is going to be re- this is recording as we speak, and it's going to be played in its entirety uh, when we're through. So I would love to hear what you have to add uh, to the show, um, Pastor White- Whitecliff. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank the Lord for giving me the opportunity to come online in the show to uh, share praise report, testimony, prayer requests and also let everybody know about me. And my name is Pastor Wycliffe. Uh I am in in Kenya, here in Africa. And first of all, this show is going international and this is this is an international show. It's 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 not just in America, it's not just in Africa, it's just not just in Europe, not just in Asia. You know, this show is international show, and so we, myself, are coming in as international partners. First of all, I had an inquiry of how, through uh, the Bible Institute, I can join in the Bible Institute through scholarship, and I I hope God will uh, make that way out for me. And secondly, uh, here we are over 230 local pastors and church workers. And so we also need a Bible institute uh, just to train 
to equip, the, to empower, and and raise up God's leaders into the kingdom, or people who will stand on the gap and raise up intercessors and keep the fire of God burning and the altars of God burning. And so we we need to work with you to, to start a similar Bible institute here in Kenya to raise up leaders. And so we want to request, is that possible that we start a Bible institute in Kenya? And well, also we I, want to... Okay. Please continue. Um, I apologize. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I'm gonna. I need to talk to my um, uh, the people uh, that have authority on that. But I can. Um, um, I will talk to the dean of the Bible College, a pastor that is over the Bible College and, and the administration. Let him know that you would like to start up a Bible College in Kenya. And um, that, you know, you're interested in that and uh, that uh, you personally, um, you know, would like a scholarship. And uh, I have, I've been given authority to give you a scholarship if you would like it. I don't know if you, but um, that would mean, you know, um, having, I'm talking about if you want to physically come here to America um, I can give you where you don't have to pay for the tuition. Um, you would just maybe ha- uh, have to pay for a general fee um, and a application fee, uh, which is actually not a bad price compared to to most things. But I have been given permission to give you a scholarship if you would like one. And I, I, I personally think it's an awesome idea to start a Bible college in Kenya but I do have people over me, as I'm sure, as a pastor, you understand the submitting to authority, you know, yes. and having people over me and and not wanting to just do my own thing and be my own maverick, so to speak. So I will definitely, definitely talk to them. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea. Thank you. And and also, uh, you know, the inspirations, the messages, the, the encouragement, that we have uh, had through the show um, so much blessing. And so that message is the message of the hour. And because Jesus is coming back soon to take the church. And so we that kind of a message uh, uh, can be shared uh, with the rest of African continent, especially in Kenya. And so... Uh, to be honest, we are so much glad and we have been praying about this that the Lord to give us favor with you so that uh, we we come in as partners for Christ and join hands together and and have you come over to Kenya to minister in revival meetings, to minister in uh, in, in, in past local pastors and conf- uh, local church workers conference and and in gospel crusade and so and have a time and refreshment of fellowship in the presence of the Lord and share with us what the Lord has deposited in your heart. And so is it possible that uh, you are willing to, to Kenya? 
Well, I want to let you know, I don't know how far you are from South Africa, but because um, I, I don't know anything about the geographical uh, locations and, and things like that about it, but I know that in uh, just around the corner on February 22nd, uh, my pastor, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard-Brown, and his wife, Adonica Howard-Brown, they're both South African. One was born in Port Elizabeth, and one was born in, I think she was born in Zimbabwe. But starting February 22nd and ending March 13th of next year, just around the corner, they're having 21 days of revival and it's in B, I can't pronounce this one, it's in B-L-O-E-M-F-O-N-T-E-I-N. That's in one place, Blumenfontein. And then mm-hmm. Pretoria, and how do you say it? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, please. <laughs> I probably butchered the name, but it's in the in that one where I spelled it, and then it's in Pretoria and in Cape Town. Okay. And, and that's for and, free. And go ahead. I think uh, it is almost seven hours flight from Kenya to South Africa, though uh, South Africa um, and Kenya is not. Uh, Near, so you have to take a flight down to South Africa, and mm. it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, can you talk to him so that they can also be a blessing to the nation of Kenya uh, when they will be having a tour into Africa? I will. I will definitely ask him. And uh, if you go to revival dot com, uh, it'll have all the itinerary on there. You know the location in South Africa, and then I will definitely, um, I will definitely pass it along to. Uh, I will let you know, make him aware of that, and and ask him, and uh, um, you know the people that I can get, get in contact with, and uh, of course I'll pray about about uh, uh, Kenya. I think it's a, a wonderful, um, wonderful idea to get the Bible Institute there, and, and like you said, link hands together, and and uh, God's God's awesome, and I know that He has great plans for all of us, and and uh, like you said, and like everyone's been saying on this show uh, tonight, uh, Jesus is coming back very soon. Yes. Yes. And we have limited time. We have limited time, and everything that we got to do, we have to do it so quickly, and the gospel is emergency. And so we need to preach the gospel, teach the gospel, and let let everybody know that Jesus Christ of Nazareth is Lord, and and reach the unreached so that uh, Hindus, the Muslims, uh, people who have not yet converted to Christianity get to know Jesus Christ is Lord. And in our missions here and some of the outreaches here we continue to have, we have seen hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people repenting and coming to the Lord and also getting saved. And those who are sick getting their uh, physical healing. And so we praise the Lord for that. And 
and and and we just want you to come and experience the presence of the Lord with us and have a taste a culture uh the the in the supernatural in the supernatural way of how God is not only working in America but also God is also working in Kenya and the God of Israel is our God is our God and so and 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 so we want to work with you we want to keep contact with you we want to read emails with you to know itinerary to know programs and so that you also know progress reports from Kenya or praise reports from Kenya and and so we have to organize some mission work for you to come over to Kenya and and we and host you here in Kenya for gospel revival meetings and you know for so that we pray about everything like uh, starting a bible institute to raise up leaders and equip them for the mission that God has put ahead of us and so we are willing we are willing to to start this process and we are going to pray about it today and may God bless you God bless you. That's that's uh, very exciting. I will definitely pray about it, and I'll definitely also, and I definitely pass that along to um, the uh, the those in authority uh, over me and over the church and the Bible Institute. And and I, my life was changed by the Bible Institute. I I am not the same person that I was when I went there. God took uh you know took me from where I was to where I am right now and I'm I'm not the same person I I I just was I was very shy and and reserved and and I uh in in certain ways in some ways I'm very outgoing but just just certain things and but I he he took me from where I was and he and he and I'm not even that person anymore. And to where the dean of the college says, "You're not the same Deborah that walked in these doors," but in a good way. <laughs> so I'm very uh, grateful for the Bible Institute. Uh, can can I have your uh, email address again? So that, uh, yes. You are, yes. Are you, yes. Do you I'm have something to write, write it with? Mm, okay. Yes. Are you ready to write, sir? Yes. Okay. Please. It's it's Fire Talk Radio. I'll spell it for you. F I R E T A L K Radio R A D I O two and that's the number two at Yahoo dot com. So that's Fire Talk Radio two at Yahoo dot com. I'm you sorry, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, there you are. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? You broke up a little bit there for a second. Okay. Okay. Can I repeat that again to you? Yes, please do. Did you uh, have uh, my email address? I'm sorry? Did you get my email address? Um, No, I didn't. I was going to ask you. I didn't know if you felt comfortable saying it on the air or not, but feel free to if you feel comfortable. I'd love to have it. Okay. Uh, no problem. I can say it to you. Uh, do you have a paper and a pen where to write it? Yes, I'm. I'm ready right now. Thank you for asking. 
It's W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E. Wycliffe. Dot. N-G-O-Y-A. At gmail. At gmail.com. White okay, at gmail dot com. Okay, so if I got this right, um, W Y C L I double F E dot M. Did you say G or O Y L A? Yes. Is it Goya? Goya. Yes, Goya. Goya. N G N G N N G O Y. N-G-O-Y-A. Goya, yes. Is that an M or? N, N, N. Oh, N is in Nancy? Yes, yes. Okay, so that would be W-L-C, I'm sorry, W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E dot N is in Nan- as in November or Nancy or... Uh, B O Y A. Yes. Uh, um. N N G O Y A. N okay. I'm so sorry. O Y A. Aaron's back there laughing at me. <laughs> A little comic relief for the hour. <laughs> All right. Let me write that down properly. Okay. Yeah, very exciting. And um, now let me read it back to you just to double check. Okay. W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E dot N-G-O-Y-A at gmail.com. Thank you. That is it. That's it. Now you got it. (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we will be uh, remaining praying together with you on what we have talked about of of uh, of the importance of of starting a Bible training institute, which will be for raising up leaders and empowering leaders, and and also. Um, uh, engaging uh, local and church workers here for the kingdom. And so that is something we need to follow up with you through email and see the possibility of how we can start the Bible Training Institute here in Kenya. And so secondly, I'll, I don't have to travel all the way to America, but... Uh, if you we can do those uh, notes through correspondences, um, like I get them through email and I get those uh, uh, 
uh, uh, materials online, I will be grateful because not that uh, I don't want to come to America, but through scholarship I am able to come, but to avoid um, to avoid uh, how expensive it might be for me to come over, then the easiest way will be through online so that uh, when the rest are graduating, then I also graduate the same with them. And so, but if the scholarship I'm offered to, then I'm willing to come over. And sec and thirdly, then uh, you will put it to your pastor and and talk to him to see in his itinerary whether he's able to make it to Kenya so that um, he talks to the local uh, pastors and church workers here in a conference and also in a revival meeting. This can be a three or two day meeting when he will be in an African tour. And so lastly, we would like to keep contact with you and and we are so much blessed and favored by God to have this connection and we praise the Lord for everything. And so we thank you on behalf of everybody here. We thank you so much. Thank you and may God bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, we'll definitely keep in touch. Is this your first time listening or to, to the show or have you listened before? This is Hello? You're a little bit crackly there, but, um, hello? Yes, hello? Oh, there you are, there you are. You broke up a little bit there for a second. Hello? Go ahead, sir. Okay, okay, are you there? Yes, I am, I'm here. Yes, this is what time? Yes, this yes, is my well, praise God. I'm said, happy. I'm happy. That's awesome. Yes, I'm, I'm, ex- yes, I'm excited that you got a good connection and were able to listen in tonight. Uh, and that we were able to speak. Show. This wonderful praise show, God. this show, this show is international. This show is so wonderful and it's, it's changing lives and it's turning souls into the kingdom. And so I just want to be part of your ministry, and I just want just to connect by with the Lord because my desire is to serve God, and and serve God with the right people. And so I I thank the Lord for for enabling me just to have full access to this, show and also to talk to you. But this has been my fourth time, and today I said I need to share the burden, the burden that the Lord is putting in my heart and what has been I have been praying for that God enable me to to have favor with you and so also you have favor with us in Kenya. And so we thank the we thank the Lord. We thank him so much for this opportunity. And may God bless you so much. God bless you. Praise God. I'm so excited that Oh, this is wonderful, and we'll definitely keep in touch. And, um, you know, also, Aaron, if you want to leave a email address or something, uh, and you can keep in touch with me. And and also, if you want to email firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com, you can as well, Aaron. I'll have you guys and, uh, on the uh, 
Ball Talk, and so if I want to call in, I know you guys are on there now. But may I say mm-hmm. something else before we before we uh, get sure, off? Sure, we uh, have a little time. We have a little time because when and please uh, stay as well, uh, Pastor Wycliffe as well. Um, uh, uh, you know, I'm just um, letting y'all know that uh, even when it goes off live, we have about 30 minutes. Should should it be? That way, you know, but we'll just see how things go. But it, it certainly, Eric, oh. please feel free to, to say something. Yeah, I just wanted to, um, well, first of all, I was thinking of a scripture that Jesus talked about that he said, um, blessed is he who th- hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for he will be filled. And if, if you're hungering and thirsting for righteousness today, God promises that you will be filled. And and if that's what you want, if that's your true intent and it's your heart desire, it may not be through Rama or uh, uh, RBI Institute, but it may be through some other way, some means that God has to take shape and form. God will meet your needs and supply all your needs according to His riches and glory. But He will fill you, and He'll give you that desire of your heart to seek Him and to be right with Him and to know Him more, be closer, and change the world. And so. Um, I wanted to say that, but also uh, I wanted to also say I'm not trying to put words in anybody's mouth. And I know uh, maybe maybe I uh, maybe I, I I have I know I I have come across that way before in the past, especially the the old me and the way I used to live and and, and maintain my life on the day to day. It it wasn't misunderstood. I would. I would try to I'd try to manipulate, try to hurt people, but um, I, I'm not trying to put words in anybody's mouth. I'm not trying to deceive anybody. I'm not trying to do anything like that. But would you say that a Rama or a, a River Bible Institute is it not the greatest school for ministry in the world? Hey, me, you're asking me that? Yeah, you or, or, or brother uh, from Nigeria or Kenya. Is not th- this the best school? Yes, I, I think yes. I think that... Uh, go ahead, sir. Yeah, just continue. I am, I am listening. I'm listening. But I think uh, there's, you know, uh, raising up leaders uh, with the right tools and equipping them... Uh, with the right messages to go into the field of the Lord is something we lack here in Kenya, and and so and and everybody in the ministry need to be trained, need to be equipped, need to be prepared for the kingdom, and 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 this is something which has been lacking, and it's our desire. That, um, that we work with you. Definitely. um, We'll definitely, as I said, keep in touch. And, and, uh, you know, you you also spoke about doing uh, correspondent uh, uh, courses as well. Yes, uh, because uh, the reason why I'm saying that is that... um, the life 
in Africa, the, especially the life in Kenya, uh, we are not, we are spiritually rich. We are spiritually rich, but uh, materially, we are still struggling so much because of the rate of poverty, uh, you know, the challenges of life, like lack of basic uh, of life, basic needs of life, of life, like like food, like water, like uh, clothing, like um, medication. We are struggling to access that. And many orphans are here, and many widows are here. But spiritually, with the things of God, we are so rich, but materially, to be honest, we are very poor. And with the we get, we serve the Lord with, but that is not just enough. What he's trying to say is that we are not privileged like the rest of the world because we, I come from a village where even accessing electricity is a problem. And and many people here walk naked, and many orphans, and and so and so. This is something that cannot be seen in America, but uh, the people have the cause to serve, but they don't have the right tools. Local pastors here, local church workers here, they need to be equipped by the right message. Even buying a Bible, just buying a Bible. It's a problem, and so, and many people hardly find Bibles, uh, hardly get uh, uh, spiritual spiritual materials, and that is a challenge here. I have to be honest with you about that, but we don't want to beg, but the only thing we need to put is only prayer, 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 that the Lord will continue to open the doors of heaven that no man no man can shut when the lord says we got to be your working partners in kenya nobody will say no and so we are willing we are willing and ready and prepared to serve the lord with you that's why i put it out there on behalf of 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 over 250 local pastors and church workers here who are under my spiritual leadership that we need a Bible training school and and maybe it will be a branch of the Bible school there. Thank you and God bless you. God bless you and I I uh, um Aaron in, in response to your question, I think I would be biased on that Bible college question. Yeah, I knew it. So of course you're gonna say it's the best. And I know you guys your hearts, I believe your hearts are on fire and you're doing everything in your power to advance God's kingdom already. You're doing it. And, uh, uh, uh brother, I appreciate your call and, and um, I enjoy the time on the phone with you guys today. And thank you for your prayer, Deborah. And, and I just want to praise the Lord for you guys. Um, you know, um, I don't know that, uh, that you actually have the power to to, to make that call, um, Deborah, what the man is asking for. But I know you guys' hearts are right, and I appreciate you guys, and I know you 
doing the best you can there, uh, Rima Bible Institute. And the River Bible Institute is awesome. Of course, I, I don't have the, like you said, I don't have the authority to do that, but I can, you know, I can go to the to the place and, and uh, go ahead, sir, Pastor. Oh, we lost his call again. <laughs> wow. But uh, I'm sure he'll, but he can't call back with it. Um, uh, at least I got his email and he has, uh, the fire talk email I have his email and so it's that Skype and it's overseas and so um yeah. you know it's it's a kind of thing that's that happens and uh sometimes with Skype especially so um but uh I know you guys was... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Um, I just really enjoyed the show, and um, I, I, I have a couple particular shows that I've called, and I call them frequently listen, and um, sometimes I talk on it, and, and I really appreciate your show. There's another show in my Rolodex that I could go to and listen in on. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I really enjoyed it, and, uh, and I received everything that was said today. God, yes, you can always add me. You can always follow the show as well, and the other uh, caller as well. Um, they they chose to just listen tonight, which is perfectly fine. I'm glad that they're listening, but uh, you can follow me as well. So and then that way you'll know when a show is normal. I'm going to have another show at Monday as well at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's eight p.m. And normally I have a show on. Friday and Saturday, uh, I've started up, it's, it is um, uh, the 12 pillars of my foundation, and this last month I started on the spiritual heart, and this month I started on the, uh, on my mission, you know, what is my purpose, what is my mission, because uh, several years back, God gave our pastor, Pastor Ronnie Hare Brown, gave him all of the of those uh, 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 teaching for every every week for a year, and uh, so I was given the permission to teach from those. So I'm going to be teaching that. This is my second pillar, and uh, so I do that on Friday, and then on Saturday, usually on Saturdays, I do Jesus, the Ultimate Healer. Um, oh. But. Uh, yeah, so, and sometimes I upload shows without doing it live, and sometimes I do it live, so it just depends. But definitely, I'll be there Mondays at 8 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, or just whenever, you know. Go ahead, you are going to say something? No, I was just saying, I like that um, the message about the healer, because that's something that's close to my heart, too. And uh, Jesus being a healer, he always... Went around healing people. That's just the way it was. But um, that's his nature. He's he's a healer, and and I love the fact that God can use us, and and to be ministers through us in that way. It is. It's, it's awesome. Something to thank God for is that he he can uh, heal people in this day and age, and and he does. And he he's healed me. I've, I've witnessed him healing people through me. 
and and he continues to heal and and through through word and through ministry even at the river there people are being reached and healed and and that's that's awesome and uh if you have so monday at eight o'clock is is that what you said eight o'clock Yes, uh, eight o'clock p.m. I'm I'm wanting to do another uh, thing about the what I would like to do, but with the Holy Spirit, everything is subject to change. So, I, what yeah. I'd like to do and what might happen isn't always the same thing. So, but like on that. Monday, yeah, what I'd like to do on Monday. See, tonight I, I interviewed my friend for. I was initially going to interview him for, I was going to have a show tonight about uh, doing the different schools. We have a River Bible Institute, and then we have River School of Worship. And then there's a uh, newer one, uh, which is in its second year, I believe, and it's the River School of Government. So what I'd like to do since January intake is the 5th um, of the new intake of students is January 5th with um, the uh, um, with the new student orientation on the 2nd of January. I'm, I'm trying to get the word out. And so what I'd like to do on Monday is I've, I've asked some certain people that are either graduated or they're still in school and, you know, how how life is. How, uh, was before the Bible, and you know, and get one from each each uh, school because there's three schools now. So get one from each school and how life does was before and you know during and for some after, you know, where they see God is leading them, just things like that, and promote the school because I I believe in the school as 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 the dear pastor was saying. I know he's, he's probably trying to call in, but he, he can't call in when we go over because when you're not live anymore, nobody can call in. But that's okay. He'll we'll, we'll be in touch. But as he was saying, you know, uh, the the fire guide is needed, and to uh, to and the the schooling and and uh, is needed to to take the to take the. Uh, yeah. You know, to, to to do the Great Commission and to to take the fire of God to the to to your your realm of influence, and so that's what I want to do because, like I said, I believe in the school. I I was a grad, I am a graduate of the school, and uh, so that's what I like to do on Monday. But as I said, what I would like to do and what the Holy Ghost has planned are two different things. <laughs> <clears throat> I, like tonight was impromptu. Yes, go ahead. I like it when you start out with something and you study all week. I hear preachers talk about it. Where they, they study, they get up on the stage or before they walk up on the platform and God changes the whole charade. He he, he gives them a new message and drops something down in them that, that is more explosive and on-time word that the people need to hear. Now what we want the people to hear, but if we're ministers of God, then we want the people to hear what God is saying. <laughs> and I, I love right. that the heart <clears throat> that somebody would be willing to be used by the Holy Spirit. We have to stay on fire for God. And I think the important thing is is obeying and being willing to to uh, switch to what He wants to do. Because you know somebody could spend hours on 
on a sermon, but then God wants wants something else to be spoken on, and the reason being is because he knows exactly what the people need. Not that that's not a good message that that person worked on, but it's just not needed at that moment, and it will come a time when it's when it's preached or, you know, so, but um, I, I think that... Uh, I mean, I just, I, I love the River Bible Institute. I love the school there. I love the church, the River at Tampa Bay Church, and uh, which is, uh, you can go to revival.com and you can watch the show live on, on Sunday at 10 a.m. and also at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and then on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can also uh, watch the archives and uh you can you can check out all all kinds of stuff there on revival dot com as well so i just wanna um you know i just wanna i mean i'm really I, go ahead get my wife to sit down with us monday and and listen to the radio broadcast i can't promise she will but uh it's Monday at eight o'clock, right? You'll be on again. Who's that? Who did you say? Your mom or your or your wife? What was that? Yeah, my my mother, my wife. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Sure, uh, yeah. During that time, then we're usually not on the internet or particularly on Blog Talk Radio. Um, oh. I usually go the later shows and everything. That's what I was going to say earlier. I don't know if I'll be there. But knowing that there's another place to go, I mean, that's a blessing to me. I receive it as a blessing. Right. And you can can always uh, listen to the archives as well. I have plenty of archives to listen to as well. And and so, and also, you know, I do varying times as well, like, like tonight and and so, uh, you know, it's different shows, and, you know, you can listen to them anytime at the comfort of your home, so, yeah. or wherever. Right. Uh, so. That's awesome. Yes. Well, thanks for having me on, you know. Uh, you're welcome. I just want to well, pray thanks. for every, uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead and pray. I was just say God bless you. God bless everybody. Mm-hmm. God bless you, Aaron. You've been a, a blessing, and I'm I'm glad that you were you were on tonight. I'm glad you tuned in. I'm glad you chose to speak, and uh, it was a blessing and a contrib- con- contribution. And for the other callers, uh, thank you also for listening. And and, uh, and you've been a delight to have with me and to spend your time with. And I know that uh, you're a blessing, and I'm grateful that you're here. And I hope you tune in again and, and follow the show and tune in and and be blessed by it as well. And I know that our dear pastor, I'm sure he'll call again or he'll email, um, but I'm glad that he was able to to actually get in. Like you said, the 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 reception is not always the best, so but he got in and and he was able to talk a lot, and so that was good too. Yeah. So, but I yeah. So anytime you want to call back and and listen in and uh, so, but I'm glad that you'll join me tonight. 
may go ahead and uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You're gonna pray. I just no, you go ahead. I was I was actually done. I just I I was done. I keep sometimes I forget about the six second delay. <laughs> no, I like the way you host your show, and we all need to be in constant prayer for the world and just the different needs. If a pastor. Uh, like the 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 person soul who called tonight and from Kenya, he's saying, you know, he's 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 calling out for help, and we need to pray for him, even if we can't meet the need. We need to pray that God will, and so I just wanted to um to declare that that uh, we should we should be and remain in constant prayer, and just for the people in everyday life and situations we see we come upon if somebody's in your face in the world down the street at the store wherever you're at you are the light smile and be a light be a soul winner and whether you use the script or not reach others for jesus christ and and do god's will and and if he has you pray for somebody reach out don't be afraid to step out and lay hands and heal somebody if the lord leads you to do that Amen. And I think what I'm going to do is, uh, Aaron and my other callers that are on the um, on the switchboard here, what I'm going to do is we've got about 15 minutes left of the recording, you know, because like I said, it records after the, it goes past the two-hour mark when it's done. So we've got 15 minutes left of that. So what I think I'm going to do, Aaron, is I'm going to have, if you like, you know, uh, say a sh- uh, short prayer and and then I'm going to pray, and then if I have time after praying and, and all that good stuff, uh, I might play a song, or, a song or two to close us out. How does that sound with you? Oh, great. I'll be honored. I would love to pray. I want to pray in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, you know our burdens. You know our hearts. You know where we're at. You know the time is short, and there's not much time left to bring in the harvest. Things are going haywire in the world, Lord. We need your help. There's people on the streets. There's people dying. There's people addicted. All kinds of situations. But regardless of it all, Lord, you're Lord. And you're sovereign over everything on the earth. And we pray, Father God, for your protection over God's people. And those that bless your name, bless them even beyond, Lord God, what they can ask or imagine. And those in need and calling out for help, reach down and to that gutter and to that ghetto and touch that soul, Lord. Save them. Bring them into your kingdom in Jesus' name. Even the cars that call them, like, cover them. Bring them, draw them by your spirit, Lord God, I pray. And I thank you for meeting our financial needs. Everybody who calls on your name, Lord, who believes in you, Lord, you said you'll meet their needs according to riches and glory. And, Lord Jesus, I ask that you would do that tonight. Send out your angels and dispatch them from the east and from the north and from the south and from the west, Lord God, that they will go and meet the needs and send a gift, a package of financial provision and blessing, Lord God. Tonight, I pray for an increase, Father God, where we already have it. And, Lord God, meet the need where we lack in Jesus' name. And not just provision for money, Father God, but favor and things we lack and need in our everyday life, Lord God, whatever it may be. If someone needs a mechanic, their car needs fixed, God, send that soul, Father God, with the the, the means to meet that need. Father God, whatever it is, if it's food, if it's health, whatever it is, heal them, Lord God. Meet their needs tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, 
I pray, Lord God, and I know you're going to do it. I know you've already done it, and I declare it in Jesus' name. It is done. Amen. Amen. I agree with that. And then I'm going to say a prayer, and like I said, if I have time, I'm going to play a song or two. So I'm going to go ahead and put your microphone on mute so there's no kind of interference, Aaron. But I'm so delighted that you called tonight. And and uh, so please stay tuned, Aaron, uh, on the line and the other callers for because uh, I'm going to be praying for all of you as well. So before you go, I want to bless you all so, with prayer. and, and uh, so. But thank you for calling, Aaron. And keep in touch. You can you can email me at firetalkradio2, that's the number two, at yahoo.com. Any prayer requests or just whatever the case may be, okay? Okay, God bless you. Good night now. God bless you too. Good night. Feel free and stay for the, for the blessing, okay? I'm going to put you on mute now. All right. All right. Nothing personal. Just got to put you on mute so there's no interference. <laughs> All right. Be blessed. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Father God, I just thank you right now. I thank you for these precious people that call tonight, that listen live, and that are on the switchboard right now on the phone. I ask you to bless them in a in a special way, meet them at the point of their need, touch their lives and their heart and their family and their bodies and their souls like only you can. Go where the knife of man can't go. Bless, uh, heal, set free, deliver, and and meet them with financial blessings and everything that they need, Father God. I thank you for these ones, um, the callers that right now that are here with me live, that have stayed with me throughout the entire thing, that have, that I pray, Lord, that this has brought you glory, that this has brought you honor, and that this has touched their lives. I, I believe it has. I thank you. Uh, I thank you right now, for Father God. I thank you for healing. I thank you that you sent your word and healed us from all our diseases. And deliver us from all our destructions. I thank you, Father God, right now that you give peace beyond understanding. And I I give you glory, Father, right now. I, I thank you for healing people from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you right now, God, that that every addiction is broken in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold, every every foothold Everything is everything. Every plan of the enemy is is broken in the name of Jesus. I bind it in the name of Jesus, and I bind the spirit of pornography and the spirit of addiction. I break its power in the name of Jesus. You have no dominion. I put the blood of Jesus over you. The the name of Jesus is above every other name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, and his name is above the name of pornography, the name of addiction, the name of alcoholism, and the name of drug drug addiction. Anything that there is, 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 his name is higher. So, Father God, I thank you right now for I break the spirit of lust, sexual perversion off of you right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, for it. And I'm, 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 and this is for 
uh, whoever it's for. It's not necessarily for the callers on the line. It could be for anybody that calls and uh, that listens to the archive. So I just wanted to clarify that. But, Father God, I just thank you right now. I give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and I thank you for what you're doing with this ministry. This is your ministry. This is your radio show. This is your 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 calling, your your show, Father God. And I thank you. I thank you for how awesome you are. I give you all glory, all honor, and praise, Lord. And I, I thank you for it in Jesus' mighty, wonderful, all-together, lovely, majestic name. Amen. <laughs> and I thank you, Father, that uh, that uh, I thank you for these precious people. And I thank you that 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 next that um, on Monday and on on. Saturday and on Friday, uh, I thank you that they, that whoever joins, that you bless them too. And I'm going to close it with a song. But in, until we meet again, know that you are valuable. You are accepted in the beloved. You are precious to him. He loves you and I love you. And until we meet again... May God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you with his love.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.